Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. I'm Colin Sharp. Oh, Colin, nice to see you back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, guest hosting. Oh, yeah. Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Rolling, You're huh? the host now. Oh, great. Yeah. This is your show, so. Promotion. Sweet. Yeah. So, hear that? I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> My show. There you go. <laughs> did, you, did you know that was coming? I didn't, no. There you go. No. <laughs> Huge promotion. Good afternoon. Right. I'm elated. Good afternoon. <laughs> yeah, already uh, asserting your dominance. <laughs> Over the guest today, we got Shot of the Wire. Right, Hello. Yeah. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet Thank you so oh. much for coming. Yeah, yeah it's so I'm great having you. Happy to be here, man. Really happy to be here, actually. It's great to have you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the folks at home that don't know, you're a uh, musician. You got a new album coming out. Yes, sir. Um, you got a uh, ton of catchy songs that I've been listening to like crazy the last Thank couple you, weeks. And uh, yeah, um, so uh, with music... Um, your dad, huge hockey player. Mm -hmm. What brought you? Who is there's a hockey fan here, right? It's a big I, I like hockey. Yeah, because yes. I was I was on a different show not too long ago, and they were saying that there was somebody here that was going to be here, and that really? was a big hockey fan. It was huh. uh, Alessandra and Alex. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm a yeah. huge hockey fan. There you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's your team? Leafs. The Leafs. Oh yeah. I was a big Felix Potvin. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Oh, the cat. My dad yeah, so rattled when I bought. <laughs> I, my oh, first a pair, a pair of hockey pads was the Felix Potvin's cabinet pads. Wow. And he's like, "Why are you getting those?" Because well, I like them. I think they're super cool. And he was like, "Damn." I shit. wonder if he thought he was like going to be the next big French Canadian phenom, and he was threatened or something. But uh, never who, really happened. Felix? If your dad thought like Felix might be his successor or something. No, I know. I think he just he wanted me to to have his pads. <laughs> I was, I was like, why does I think my pads are cool? My own son. Jeez. <laughs> He played him in 2001. He went seven games. Uh, L.A. versus Colorado. Uh, what was that? L.A. versus Colorado, 2001. Second round. Went seven games. Man, you know your Yeah. Shit. I don't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. That's when Peter Forsberg yeah. had like a, like a rupture. Appendicitis? Uh, no, was it? A, something to do. No, it was a long. spleen. Wasn't it a spleen, yeah, spleen or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember and, that. And yeah. I don't think he played for the rest yeah. of the play. Yeah, it was so. dinner. He was just yeah. during dinner and exploded. Yeah. I don't think I know that about yeah, myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For any yeah. listeners wondering why Colin got the promotion, this is it. Yeah, this right. is it. <laughs> I, I'm getting demoted right after. That. I do not know a lot about. Honestly, I don't. And I was brought up in you know the hockey family, but I don't know a lot about hockey. And today I'm maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm 30, so maybe at 22, 23, I stopped watching hockey. I yeah. Just, it just didn't interest me anymore for some reason. You know yeah. what gets hard with like I feel like our generation is that a lot of us don't have TV anymore. Like we have yeah, a TV, but don't true. have like cable yeah. or anything. Yeah. Which it's the only kills place sports. to really get a lot yeah. of sports. Well, yeah. on the computer, you can go on. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, um, yeah. not torrent download, but you can just stream it online or something. And mm -hmm. and I exactly, yeah. I don't even have. I live in a van for one, so I don't have TV. I yeah. don't have a TV. Yeah. Um, I have a TV, but I don't have cable TV or satellite yep. TV or anything like that. I just have Netflix and my computer, and that's pretty much all I need. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, but you did, uh, start out playing hockey at one point. Yeah. Um, what brought you to music? I was, I was always in love with music. Always loved music. As a kid growing up, my mom had like bought the drums and the guitars and stuff like that. And I didn't want to touch them because I felt like my dad would be disappointed, uh, and me not following into his footsteps. And then at one point it was just stronger than me and I started writing songs and it just, I never thought, honestly, I never thought I'd be doing this today. But it just be, it just became something that I that it was the 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 change over was supernatural, and um, you know started getting gigging at like a place called Saint Hubert, which is like a bar, yeah, uh, and a chain of bars and restaurants. And I just started gigging there, and then got a bigger gigs, and then it just became my reality, my life. So yeah, and it's well, I I say it again, I'll say it all the time. It's the greatest job in the world. Sweet. I think that uh, the uh, dad being disappointed is something that, as a Canadian, everyone can just kind of relate to, too. Because when I remember growing up, my dad wanted me to yeah. play hockey so badly. Yeah. Did your guys' dads like kind of force you into something at all? Uh, my mom was a pretty strong uh, figure in my life, so mm -hmm. I feel like he maybe wanted to, but my mom would never let him. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> kind of thing. Where, it, like, 
I didn't like skating, and he would always like he liked skating. He'd take a skating. My mom's just like she didn't like skating, and I'm like yeah. I don't like skating. So yeah. then uh, he never really forced me into it. So my mom was I disappointed him from a young yeah, age. My mom was like that too for me. She was she was amazing, and yeah. she she let me kind of love music mm-hmm. she, she, because she had bought me all these things. I could see, she knew that I loved it, but I just didn't yep. know how to go towards it and stuff. But thank God for her that she did that because I I don't know what I'd be doing today. I don't know what yeah. I I don't know what I love other than music right now. So it's yeah. So when you were playing, when you stopped playing hockey, had you already had a backlog of songs that you were writing? No, not really. No, uh, I mean I had something. I started some things, but it, I just never really finished them. Yeah. Um, when I was pro- when I completely retired from Major Junior, played Major, Major yeah. Junior, yeah. and at nineteen, I was I started finishing songs and working with people to finish the songs. I needed help. I didn't know what the hell yeah. I was doing. Yeah. Um, so it was a whole new fucking world for me. And um, I had some really cool people that I got to work with, and they kind of helped me uh, understand what I was doing, and and you know, uh, with lyrics, with uh, music, and and yeah, I just evolved, and I, yeah, yeah. I, I saw it in a different interview. You said uh, you worked with Corey Hart, yeah, right? and how you had approached him, and how he kind of said you didn't have time at first, yeah. and then you were more persistent yeah. and. He had li- listened got to your songs. Got my dad to call him, yeah. for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he hadn't listened to your songs, yeah. and then he listened to them, and he saw yeah. potential. Right? I, I No, I don't think it's. I don't think he saw potential in my songs, really? to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think he saw it at all. Um, it was when I m- went to meet him face-to-face, right? Uh, and I grabbed a guitar, and I sang for him, and he had sent me a couple songs to learn. That's where he was like, okay, there's something there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, my, I, I, my music wasn't very good. It was actually complete shit, <laughs> and that's okay. You have to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? The first time you ride a bike, you don't want to film that. Do you, you think he mean? also reacted to the your persistence as well uh, about keep keep going? Keep, keep going. Oh, damn with right. It as well. well, I think yeah. that's any with anything in life. Like you guys, you guys have been doing this for four years, right? Yeah. You just yeah, keep going, and it's, it's ups and downs, and you, sometimes you think you're gonna quit, whatever, and and other times you keep going. It's just about battling through yeah. life and, and and the things you you know. This is this is something you love. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go yeah, through yeah. it. And that's what's so sweet about it. And you go on this this hell of an adventure with friends like my boys here that are here. And you just go on this adventure and you don't really know what's gonna happen. And that's really, really sweet. Amazing. Yeah. Well let's get into a spookier note here. Yeah. Well we want to know. so what is this show about? You gotta tell <laughs> me I don't know much about you guys. It's an like, anti-vaxxer show. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, in a in a bit we're gonna be diving into improv here. Okay. Okay. Um, but first, we're going to kind of feel if you believe in ghosts. If I do believe in ghosts? Yeah. Fuck. Um, and you're traveling the world, so yeah. you got worldwide ghosts here. Yeah. I, I, I'm I scared shitless of ghosts. <laughs> uh, so I do believe in ghosts. I believe in energy, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I okay. believe that there's something. Yeah. Um, I lived some shit when I was young that, that kind of freaked me out. And I've kind of closed myself uh, to want to hear or see these things. And I think that if you stay open, I think you can see a lot of stuff. I think there's a lot more than what we perceive. So have you had a paranormal experience? I've had something. I don't know if it was por- paranormal, but I think the mind is, is very, very strong. Yeah. Well, we got Colin here to yeah. decide. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Why is what, that? Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, great. Throw him under the bus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, what uh, what happened? What was the that you the think? paranormal? Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to school uh, at Notre Dame in Saskatchewan, and uh, I was with my boys, and I was I was boarding school, and I was with my boys. We were four in the room, um, and it was like three thirty, three fifteen a.m. And um, man, some something was playing with my feet, and I, you know moved my feet put it back under the covers and weird and woke up again like five minutes later and the cover was just like um folded right over my feet perfectly and as i looked up i saw a face of a girl with like long black hair and no no eyes just like white face and i just like freaked out and went under the covers and and like started boys 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 anyone there and no one fucking woke up because i thought they were playing a prank yeah and uh and that's it man that's the only thing and then after that i just i don't know if it was my mind or if it was a bad dream yeah or what but 
Yeah, it's some scary. That's some scary shit. <laughs> you know? Did you stay in that place? Did you continue? Yeah, yeah. Well, the the priest actually came in and and blessed the room. Oh. Yeah, I was. It was a very like Catholic church, uh, school, and uh, uh, he came in and bl- I told the dean the story because i was kind of mm-hmm. freaked out and told my boys and they were kind of making fun of me but uh <laughs> the priest came in and blessed the room and never happened again yeah i, I mean it's have important. you guys had shit like that happen to you or I've, I've like, had, first like, of all do we all believe in ghosts here or no i believe in ghosts i don't okay you don't No, i don't but i i, I don't know okay like you can't yeah. re- there's so many myths. you got to see it to believe it is what you're saying I, I I'm not ruling it out, but okay. yeah, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards no. Yeah, but I think it's energy. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. it's what we think, mm-hmm. but I think it's energy. That's my belief, and I mean energy is real. I don't know if you guys have had trips of acid, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> there's energy everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. just shrooms. Yeah, shrooms as well. There you yeah. go. It was scary. There's some, yeah, there's some <laughs> cool stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have a similar theory of like uh, that they um, that I think they can affect your energy and like like mood wise or uh, whatnot and kind of like bring that uh, towards you. Say that again. I'm sorry. Um, like if, uh, for example, um, I remember having uh, these like dreams or whatever of uh, seeing um, this uh, woman like crying, like praying at the mm-hmm. end of my ex's bed. And she would actually see the same thing wow. in her dreams. Mm-hmm. And then one day I saw an orb at the end of there. But I noticed that every time we were in that room that it would emotionally have an effect. Hmm. Like, And that I think that it was trying to make us empathize. It, it so it was channeling its energy yeah. into your dreams. Exactly. It's crazy. It's awesome. Or, yeah. or it could have if been that's a, if it, but how can we prove it? No, you know, it could have just been a problem with the relationship <laughs> manifesting itself. That's my theory on it. I feel and it lasted much more... two more years after that. <laughs> and did one of you have the dream first and tell them? No. About the oh okay. no, we wow. we had both had it at that point. Yeah, well, yeah. No, she she had been having it uh, since she moved in there, and then when I moved in, uh, then I started. And she didn't tell you. About no. It. Wow. Have you guys watched? There's like I, I love these shows, like Paranormal uh, Activity, or is it Paranormal Activity? Paranormal something, Paranormal Activity, I think it was called. It's this show on like that oh, was uh, that was a, a movie, A and E, like one of those like Paranormal Investigator I shows. To, I love those. shows. I used to watch those when I was like a kid, just because I thought they were ridiculous. And then I think I I reached a point where I'm like, nothing ever happens. Yeah, nothing exactly. Ever nothing. You never see happens. Anything. Yeah, it's all. It's all in their minds. Yeah. And that's how I still feel. Great yeah. t- great TV, though, when you're a kid. That's true, yeah. <gasps> oh my so Damn. cheap to make. Yeah. And now we're constantly in those reenactment shows. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. thought of, of doing a podcast like this in a, on a, in a haunted house? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's something we're looking to do this year. That'd be I think that's pretty sweet if you guys yeah. did that and like pulled the whole Ouija board out. And we s- <laughs> we've been talking Ooh. about getting a Ouija board. For about I wouldn't four play years. with that shit. We want to be. Ah, come on, they're made by like Milton Bradley. I know it can't but, be bad, <laughs> but they were made by the the concept of it was made yeah. by mm-hmm. something completely different. I mean, they, they, the they same, commercialized it. Same thing with Monopoly. I mean, Monopoly was originally made, but as Monopoly a, wasn't anti-capitalism. <laughs> Not made for contact. Either. I yeah. think Monopoly is more evil than a Ouija board. <laughs> it's caused way more family problems. <laughs> You guys talk about haunted houses. Like I intellectually say, intellectually think that I don't believe in ghosts. But if, say, like something like The Shining actually happened, like you didn't know there was ghosts, but uh, you got offered a job as a groundskeeper to go yeah. to a hotel where a guy murdered his family. There's no way I would stay there. Well, no. because I wouldn't take the risk. There, I think there's, there's well, a the psychological aspect. Oh, he yeah. became that person, right? For that sure. Person. Yeah. You're also going to be in a giant uh, hotel alone. Isolated, but for even a if whole it was winter. like life-changing money, I still wouldn't do it. Oh, that's insane! Though. Yeah. Like that has nothing to do with the yeah. paranormal. It's just like, do you want to live your, in a yeah, giant you're, house you're, in the mountains by you're yourself? You're fucking with your mind. 100%. You get cabin fever. That's like a real thing that can happen. But a week yeah. ago, you said that it wouldn't be scary to stay in Casa Loma. It's too big of a place. Well, I mean, if I had to live there by myself for the winter, I wouldn't. But for a <laughs> night, it's totally fine. I don't that's, give a shit. That's the big castle. Yeah, yeah, in Toronto, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I did a show there at one point. I walked around. And it's a neat place. Yeah, yeah. It's Would you want to stay the night there, though? Is that what you guys are doing the next podcast? <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah this I've is got the some invite. connections, guys. <laughs> um, get you in there. There we go. I don't know. That's some. Pr- we'll do the Casaloma sleepover. 
<laughs> yeah, guess uh, one was sleeping. Oh, do they have those now? Uh, I don't know. I don't Wouldn't think they spread. do. Yeah, well, yeah, they're, they're going to cash in. Yeah. <laughs> I got a buddy of mine that uh, goes around the world. This is, he loves this. He goes around the world, and he finds these like crazy places that are abandoned. And he just walks through them and, and, and films himself. Oh, and yeah, he, yeah. And he just loves the thrill mm-hmm. of being spooked. And like I'm like, you're nuts. And he shows me these videos. And like he's in like an old hospital. And you have everything is still there. And it's like mm-hmm. fucking scary, man. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it. We uh, On my parents' property, we had uh, just a house that they didn't know about there and i went into that house and it just had like a shelf of blank videotapes and i was like yeah there's no way i'm not looking at that oh, can we go i, I want to watch them yeah <laughs> no no one's watching them. i want to watch them <laughs> i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a video series where i watch them <laughs> a video series yeah all right i'll just be like you know i'll have them playing and then i'll just be commentating while i watch it <laughs> That's gonna go wrong fast. Why is it gonna go wrong? Well, watch it just be like taped over. It's like it'll rap. probably be really bad. The movie rap. It'll right be like some over. kids, some kids' birthday party, and then got taped over by something sad. <laughs> um, I have a question for sorry. Yeah. So you built this show on things that are scary, right? Or or <laughs> it was built off of improv and yeah, uh, kind of okay. moved its way. Over. Okay. Yeah, we've gotten yeah. a little spookier as we've gone along. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, well, I, I want to talk about this because you, uh, live the van life. You're mm-hmm. on the road mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and gas prices, right? Gas. Pr- <laughs> this is something spooky. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's spooky as shit. Yeah. Man, it was, it was cheap yesterday. I gotta say. Well, um, especially with my vehicle. Damn. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a big girl. 30 feet, 30 footer. Oh, so it's, uh, we oh. call, let's call it an RV. I call it a van, but let's call it an RV. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I, this is something that's uh, scary to me because we were recently on the road. We were going to Detroit, mm-hmm. and I, I'm really freaked out that I'm going to open the door on the highway. Why would you do that? Well, I'm just I'm scared I'm going to be fiddling with the door. <laughs> Why? Just don't do it. Just don't, <laughs> just don't open the door. <laughs> I, I just live in fear the whole time. I have my hands under my legs. That's what the that door I'm going to open the door. Well, the first highway. of all, the doors lock when you start driving, so you'd have to unlock the door first and then open the door. Yeah, well, that's what freaks me out about it. Okay. I know that it's locked, but I'm like, well, what if it's okay. not locked? And I try to prove it. I, just, I was just bringing it to the table to see if this is a rational fear. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like if you go to Niagara Falls or stu- stu- and you're like, oh, man, I hope I don't jump. Yeah, yeah. Anybody yeah. else ever have that kind of thing? Where yeah. It's like you don't well, want to jump. That's, you're like, that's a psychological oh, thing is when you're standing yeah. on the edge of something. Uh, yeah. It's it's actually really natural for people to have that urge to just jump. Yeah. Well, free solo. Have you guys? No, seen no. It's, that? A, it's a very it's free, a, solo? free solo. No documentary. Mm-hmm. Alex Honnold, uh, how he's climbing in Yosemite, three thousand five hundred feet. No. And he does it without rope. Oh, Dude, crap. boys, you got to watch. That's that. nuts. It's insane. Free is that solo. On Netflix. Uh, it's on. No, it's not. Yeah, it's on. Uh, but Don, the Don Wall is on Netflix, which oh. is really. I'm I'm big into rock climbing. I love oh rock yeah. Climbing. Nice. But um, yeah, the uh, free solo, and he. They think he, he, Alex Honnold, the guy that climbs free solo, well, the free free solo without rope, they think he's just completely nuts and that he, you know, they bring him to uh, the hospital to get tests and see how his brain reacts to certain things. And he's just, he's an amazing, I think it's one of the biggest human uh, athletic accomplishments of our generation. I mean, to do that, there's nobody else that's going to do that. Yeah, one mistake he's done. Dead. One mistake, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. And he knows every move mm-hmm. for three Three hours and fifty minutes, and in reality, it takes seven, five to seven days for a normal person to go up that thing. Yeah, he does it in three, three hours and fifty minutes. Well, he they do the climbs like multiple times before. Rope, oh, right? dude, like he they, prepared they have to plan that for out for years, for yeah. years. Oh, yeah, you don't go and 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 think you're gonna do that yeah. because again, you said it, one mistake. Yeah, you don't over. just you don't just free climb it yeah. on a whim. Yeah, no, but it, it, seriously, it, watch it. It's insane. I feel like no matter how much I prepared, I would never be prepared enough for that. Yeah, me like either, man. Driving <laughs> and yeah. as a passenger, you don't even want to do that. No, I, I can't. One wrong <laughs> hand hold, the door flies open. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you immediately said to Colin, you supported him with the Niagara Falls thing, but with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's this is an ac- it, this is an actual thing. I'm I'm saying it's a. I don't know if you're. But I like that comparison. 
Yeah, it's about the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> not, not really, because if you have your seatbelt on, you're fine. And then saying, the way you're driving, too, it. it's going to be hard to push the door open. So, I don't know. There's too many factors in yours. On that note, we got a story to tell. <laughs> we all drew positions beforehand. Uh, Johnny, do you want to reveal what you drew? What I drew? Yeah. yeah. Uh, narrator. Narrator, oh. you're going to be leading this story. <laughs> <laughs> I got swing. No responsibility within the story. You can do whatever you want. That sounds also, great. I also got swing. Amazing. And I drew the celebrity. So I have to do a random celebrity impression based off of what the generator gives me at some point in the story. Not stricken to that celebrity. So just just, just so I might sound stupid and it's okay, but narrator, mm-hmm. he he tells a story, correct? Yes. Okay. So he, he narrates what the person is doing. Yeah, we're yeah. going to be your puppets in this story. Okay. And you can yeah. just set it up, too. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Ca- characters I can, I can, story. Perfect. As little yeah. or as much okay. as you want. Right. Feel free to jump this in gonna at any difficult. time. <laughs> How, uh, what's your experience with improv? Not much. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, I, but I am excited to try it. Yeah. yeah. And feel free to jump in as like characters or anything. Yeah. Cool. Well, don't cool. feel like you're, you're stuck, too. Um, all right. So... My options here for the celebrity are uh, Macaulay Culkin, Eva Longoria, Naomi Watts, and Roman Coppola. Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, I don't know if you? any of them have a like, distinctive voice. I get Naomi, Naomi Watts, I guess you could do an Australian accent, but I don't think she really does that in her movies. <laughs> and Macaulay Culkin, you could just go... Ah, uh, I don't know what else you could do for him. He's a, he's a strange character now. Yeah, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw him on Joe Rogan. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a weird kid. He's he's, he's been well, doing a, a lot. Of he's like, what is he? Forty now? Thirty? Ba- he's got to be like pushing that. forty. Yeah. yeah, he's been doing a lot of stuff. He's gone through a lot of the shit last year or so he has, too. Yeah, yeah. Friends with Michael Jackson. And yeah. Then he had that pizza band for a while. Pete, what? He had a pizza themed uh, yeah. band for a bit. Oh, pizza band. <laughs> he's also a huge wrestling fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh yeah, I saw like a video of him at an indie wrestling event where he was doing like the Home Alone tricks to the wrestler he was fighting. Was he? Oh jeez. Yeah, it had oh, like a pain yeah, thing cool. and everything. Uh, I'll I'll go with the mystery of Roman Coppola. We we've had that before, haven't we? Okay. Yeah, I feel like we've had. Who's them Roman Coppola? Is I don't like know. Francis either. Ford Coppola's son or something. Yeah, I think he's also a director. So you're yeah. Roman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, and then and it has to be a spooky, like we're doing this haunted. There's no rules. There, there's absolutely well, I mean, no this rules. Is, isn't this spooky? Like this uh, is we should say our tagline yeah. is uh, where it's never scary and it's sometimes a story. Okay. So, okay. yeah, uh, the <laughs> the harder we try to be spooky, the less spooky. It'll okay. Be. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so in order to give you something to jump off here, we're gonna go to canigeta.com, where you can choose a location, a relationship, or a word. Something okay, we're not making it up. Okay, it's something to give okay. you like something to jump off of. So, okay. what what would you like? Um, let's go uh, location. I think that'd be the easiest. Location R- recording studio. Wow, oh, how okay. apropos! Holy okay. smokes! Oh boy! Okay, he was listening to the conversation. Must have. Been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Google, for listening in. <laughs> in 1995. An old man named Roman came to this beautiful place called the studio. Oh, come on now. Do we have anyone to perform here? You need to make CDs. we got to have at least six CDs by the end of the day. Anyone? Is anyone in this room? Oh, God. I will perform. What? You you uh, you got experience? Or? No, but I'm the janitor here, and I've always wanted to sing. The janitor. Deliberately started singing. I know that one. That's good. That, that's very I good. also know last Christmas you gave me your heart, but the very next day, I, you. Oh, wait. I gave you my heart. Oops, we're going to have to do take two on that one. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not recording yet. Oh, uh, a little pitchy. And suddenly, a woman arrived, opened the door, and started screaming. <laughs> uh, are you in the wrong place? <laughs> Everyone confused 
don't know what to do. So they bow down to the woman and realize that this woman was actually a man. <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> Did I fool you guys? It was just like it was dark in the hallway, so we just couldn't. Uh, it must have been my long flowing hair. Beautiful locks. And my beautiful. And my, my kilt. And my yeah, very okay. high heels. Uh, yeah, it was all good. Why are you wearing a kilt? <laughs> I'm Scottish. Okay. You must tell by my accent. Right. Well, I better be going. Listen, is this the recording studio? <laughs> y- yes, it is, but we were just about to record a hit album. I know, I heard. That's Don't. why I was screaming. Uh, okay, uh, wait. What? <laughs> You're excited? Or? I was so enamored with that voice <laughs> that I had to run in here and just scream it to the rooftops. Okay, well, yeah, we'll be releasing the album. We'll do autograph signings later. When? When are you releasing? I don't know. Just, well, I need to hear this now. We haven't recorded yet, so just give me. I'll put you on an email list or something. Like, what do you want? Well, listen. I want to put down big money for this album. I want to make sure that this goes to the store. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can pay up. Sure. Is this what? Are you in the business of this? I've well, never heard I, of you. Who are you? I have a store. Oh, you have a store. I have a store. Like what? A knickknack store? A knickknack. Uh, cassette tapes, CD ROMs. Like an antique store? No. No. Like, okay. you know, odds and ends. Odds and ends. You know, things you... Like a thrift store? Pick up for relatives for their birthday. Pawn shop? Well, I mean, I will do trades. Okay, it's a pawn well, shop. Yeah, we'll make sure that this CD goes to the pawn shop. Listen, I'm the s- third largest pawn shop in the city, okay? Bronze pawns. Not bad. Oh, and all of a sudden... A loud noise in the closet. What could it be? Roman goes and looks. Oh, this isn't going to be good for the sound, so I'm just going to go and check in. Out of nowhere, a little child. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, what are you doing here, Tommy? What am I doing here? I'm here to give you a hit record. Tommy, I told you, I've been training you, yes, since you were a boy, but I don't think you're ready for a hit record yet. I've been listening to Phil Spector records, Frank Sinatra records, you name it. I know how to sing, I know how to make a hit record. So Roman grabs the mics, puts them all together, and then the little boy starts singing again. Strangers in the night, exchanging glances. I don't think I can sell that in my pawn shop. Well, it was worth a shot. Better go back to the nursery. Yeah, let's hear from that janitor again. <laughs> Last Christmas, you get, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. Now that bops. Yeah, that's a good one. I gotta say, that's gonna sell at least 15 copies in I, my store. I'm so sorry that my son wasted your time. That's your son? Oh, yeah. Tommy. <laughs> my boy, Tommy Coppola. Wow. It's so nice to see a father who cares about his son by putting him in the closet at work. He chose to go <laughs> into the closet. I didn't put him in there. And forcing him to sing. I didn't force him. I grabbed, he wanted to sing. He came mm-hmm. out. He tried to do a scare. He always goes around the house trying to scare me. Oh. And I gave him the mics because I gave him a shot. Roman then understands that he's been treating him his son badly. And now his attitude completely changes and he becomes a very passionate and loving loving person towards all the people in the room. Listen, you hit the record button. I gotta go see about his son. The record button? Yeah, you record the album with the... Oh, I've never used a board before. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I trust you wow. can figure this out. There is a lot of buttons here. Um... When you got this much talent in the room, you don't have to do much. I mean, we can see what this one does. They all start to fiddle and start playing music. And something amazing happens. Just a gigolo <laughs> everywhere I go. People know the part Dave's playing. Gigolo, gigolo, gigolo. One of the greatest songs ever written <laughs> <laughs> comes along. <laughs> I think we've got something special here. 
All right. <laughs> I, I trust you to wrap this up. <laughs> I got to go see Tommy. <laughs> We're, we just came up with the most important hit record. Of My the son's more important than any record. Tommy Coppola, I mean, yeah, sure, he sounds like shit when he sings. Yeah, sure, he doesn't have a lot of talent, dreams, much of anything. But when I give him a task, like listen to a couple records, he does it every time. And listening to me is important. And you're saying you're a good father? Well, I'm working on it. Okay. Just checking. Give me a shot. All right. Well, you know, go for it. Please. Tommy. Yeah. What you, are you crying? Yeah, I hit the skids now. I'm, I'm up to three juice boxes an hour. <laughs> Tommy, you got to cut the juice. I've been telling you that for days now. Go Can't you see it's symptomatic of your relationship with me, how you don't support me and my dreams. Yeah, I know, but you can't turn to juice. It's got a lot of sugar. Uh, juice is the only father I have. Wow, oh, come on now. Tommy, what am I doing here? I got you a gift. You Look, got me a gift? What'd you get me? Roman yeah. takes out of his pocket a giant joint. Pretty good. I it's know you're eight, one. but... Roman, I'm here to pick... I thought I was three. Roman, I'm here to pick <laughs> up Tommy. <laughs> Roman... I'm uh, here to pick up Tommy. Is that a joint? He's, uh, he's, uh, he, is that three empty juice boxes? You've been giving him juice boxes and Cool joints? it, twit, tuts. <laughs> it's a man's world. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> is this what you've been teaching? Is this what you've been teaching no, us? This isn't reflect. He's just been <laughs> listening to a lot of Sinatra. And he's getting James views. Brown, yeah. <laughs> It's a, sorry, I retract that statement. <laughs> and now it's on the record because it's in a recording studio. I'm ruined. <laughs> it's okay, Tommy. They'll forget about it when you're older. I won't forget about it. Well, you're his mom, so maybe just cut him. So just teach him. Ground Tommy's him, mom. Maybe. Like, forget about it at one point. <laughs> Tom, Tommy's mom grabs the joint away from Tommy, and lights it up. She then starts to feel an effect right away. (laughs) (laughs) What a twist. (laughs) I feel much better now. (laughs) All right. Tommy, Tommy, what did I say about the juice boxes? (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop. Tommy, maybe I was a little hard on you there. I I, I know. You know, you just want to be like your dad, you know. Womanizing asshole. So no, I, get, I get it. I get it. You know? You know, it was the record. You want, you want to do. disrespect your parents, and I get it. I get it. You know, that's part of growing up. Here, have some of this. She I know you're only eight, but. She passes the joint to Tommy. Tommy looks at it. And then Roman grabs it away from him. Come on now. Hey. I know you're all loosened up from this wacky stick. You gave it to him. Well, yeah, but I just wanted to make him go, oh, I don't need this. You wanted to shoot hold it, it for you yeah, in case someone came and No, no, I wanted to teach him a lesson. Be like, hey, you, I don't need this. I can live life without it. And I'm going to say something. Okay. I hope you two don't take this the wrong way. But you're not very good parents, are you? <laughs> oh, come on, Tommy. You're fighting over when that I should have a joint? <laughs> well, I'm Shouldn't a- I be in school right now? <laughs> well, yes, you should be, but... What Wait you- a minute, he's got a point. Are you going to learn better from life, or are you going to learn better from school? School. Is that true? Well, I'm... What about the school of hard knocks, Tommy? That's just a t-shirt. Oh. But it's in a lot of gas stations. Oh, my God. Have we been living a lie this whole time? Thinking that we could teach our son? Well, I mean, like, I've been doing pretty well for myself. I got a hit record going on in here <laughs> in the other room. Yeah, that you're not doing anything about? Well, I did. I, I said to hit the record button and magic was made, you know. You yeah. scout the talent. I don't have to take the hand the whole way through it. Right. Uh, wasn't it just the janitor? <laughs> it was the only person who was here? Wait, have you been here the whole time? <laughs> What's going on? I was waiting in the lobby for a bit. What are you I, putting me in the burner here for? <laughs> I just, you know, I didn't want to interrupt during the 
the business meeting. But once that was done, I figured I'd come and see Well, you, you saw I was doing a pretty good job. Well, I mean, they were doing fine. What about me? But I mean, I don't know. I got uh, The record's going right to the pawn shop. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, I- I'll give you that. I was skeptical at first, too, but the guy that came in said it was a pretty big deal. All right, well. What happened to that lady, that, that Scottish guy who looked like a lady? Did he sleeve? <laughs> he's in the studio. He's <laughs> in the standing in the corner. <laughs> yeah, he's over there. Tom, <laughs> Tommy's mom leaves the room, and all of a sudden, a knock at the door. A naked man. What the hell kind of establishment is this? Well, I put on the door open. You let the naked man? I'm an eight-year-old. Hey, guys, you want to see my dinger? Too bad. Here it is. <laughs> I didn't let him in here. Wait a minute. That's Robin Thicke. You want to hit record? Let's roll, baby. <laughs> Tommy, listen, I... I don't think we need to be revitalizing Robin Thicke to be getting... I think he's due for another hit. I don't think he's had one since I've been, you know, a little fetus or something. Remember what I said about testing you by putting a joint in front of you? Okay. Too late, we already hit record. Ding dong, it's going round. Oh, is that the new song? Helicopter, helicopter, ding dong. Oh, Tommy, please close your eyes. I've already seen it. It's too late. I've lost my innocence. Tommy goes back into the closet. This is where I belong. Rowan starts the recording, and the naked man starts to sing. All right, show me what you got. All right, okay. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, I don't got nothing yet. Listen. Um, <laughs> Roman, furious, furious after the man wasted his time. Listen, can you give me a shot? No, it's over. It's over, kids. You had one shot. You came uh, in here naked, which is a big move. It's a big move to do. You better have some songs if you're coming in my studio naked. I love my song notes in my pants. No, no. There's, uh, there's two rules to life. Yeah? You come in uh-huh. to a studio naked. Yep. You better have some hit songs. Okay. And if you... Go on stage to do stand-up wearing a full gold suit. You better be pretty good with jokes. Okay. Only two rules in this life. Okay. So? Okay. Learn your lesson. Get out of here. Wait, no. Don't even look at me. The naked man leaves. Doesn't even look back at Roman. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of the closet, Yoda appears. Recording studio, this is. Tommy, get the costume off. God damn it. What are you doing? Ah, I just thought the Tommy whole thing wasn't working out for me. My innocence was gone. I figured I'd go for another Don't, identity. Tommy, you're eight years old. Don't listen to your mother. You can come back from this, okay? You don't I have to. I just want to go to school. <laughs> I'll take this you to school. This is not even a recording studio. It's a shack with one mic. Okay, well, I tried. How'd you afford a janitor? All your budget's going to some janitor. Well, and I pay him well. He's got a good salary, and that's important. You need Let a clean studio. Let me see this. Let's see his bank statement here. Seventy grand a year. <laughs> Roman, is that why you can't afford child support? <laughs> why is the janitor just flexing like that, leaving it on the shelf? You can't it's power move. You can't pay us the three hundred dollars a month because you're paying a janitor seventy thousand dollars a year. I don't need to pay child support when we live together. We don't <laughs> live together. You live here. Uh, Okay, yes, I'm in the studio a lot because I care. <laughs> Not about us. I gotta make it work. I gotta afford 70 grand a year for yeah. the janitor. <laughs> a knock at the door. All of a sudden, Roman remembers he called a guitar player. And the boys, well, Tommy, was very surprised that it was John Mayer. John Mayer? Holy cow, what a good-looking guy. Wait a minute, take your clothes off. Now? Yeah. Okay. Robin, think I knew it was you. Oh, it's me again. Oh. Uh, I said one shot. Ah, but I thought maybe you'd give John Mayer a shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice <laughs> costume. Just put clothes on. Now you're John Mayer. Robin, can I ask you a question? I just yeah. want to clarify something. Uh, shoot. Can, did you come show up here Yeah. with the intention of somehow wowing us into recording a song with no preparation, no songs? Yeah. Or did you just randomly walk in here to flash us? Ah. Uh, 
Can it be both? No, it's one or the other. Oh, well, I wanted to play the songs. Listen, I, I've been going through a hard time lately. That's why I left all my clothes on the bench. Because I'm like, listen, everything's holding me back, even these clothes. And I thought maybe if I strip myself down, I could finally be free and get something out there, something good. So how did you wind up in a shack in the middle of Vaughn? Well, I've been walking for days. My feet are bloody. And I, uh, this is the, the last place I could find. Everywhere else turned me away. Robin, I just have a few uh, concerns. Okay. Because I, I appreciate the gumption. I like it, you know. Persistence, yeah, it's good. Yeah. But I think there's been a lot of controversy with you mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah, like what? Well, I don't want to get into that. But I do think that the last thing you want is to uh-huh. be flashing people. Is it flashing if I'm naked all the time? It just feels like you're not really learning. Because I'm not flashing That's an interesting anything. question. Is it flashing if he's naked? It's like tree falls in the woods kind of thing. I don't know. It's a philosophical question. Flashing would imply like I'm wearing something and then it pops it out. You're like, ha it's a surprise. But if I'm already... You so were in the nude, John Mayer costume, so that would be flashing. I didn't want to take it off. You forced me to. <laughs> I didn't force you to. I just said, you don't have You to. did kind of force him. Okay. No, yeah. I think you're kind of, maybe the Nate nudity thing is your problem, Dad. You keep on telling people to take, oh, he was wearing a Yoda con- t- costume, now I'm naked. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You, I thought you were wearing your clothes you were wearing before under it. I didn't know that you'd be wearing nothing. No, if you put on a Halloween costume, you got to be naked under it. No, you don't. Yes, you That's do. That's rule. a cardinal. It's bad luck to the wear The material's thin. It's not good. Why it's else good. would you dress up like a ghost but to be free and breezy underneath? Oh, come on now. It was, I guess that Yoda robe is kind of like a bed sheet. Then all of a sudden, Robin starts to become very emotional and wants to tell the boys something very special. Listen, boys, I I want to tell you something, okay? Listen, oh, here comes the monologue. <laughs> listen, you're going to listen to my monologue, okay? I'm listening, why not? I've gone through every recording studio on, on this coast and that coast and every other coast, and all of them have turned me away. Clothed, unclothed, hats, no hats, sunglasses, mustaches, doesn't matter. I come in there hot, swinging my dinger. They don't care. I come in there, you know, not swinging it. This is your song. What you're saying isn't a monologue. These are lyrics. Clothed and unclothed. Swinging my dinger. Tell me you might be onto something. Clothed and unclothed, swinging my dinger. They realize that they just wrote one of the first lines of their new song. Here, Tommy, take the keys. <laughs> For the janitor's closet? I'm getting 70 grand a year now. That's right, Tommy. This is only the beginning. <laughs> I love you, Dad. I love you too, son. Should I leave? This seems like a big moment for you, too. No, you, you gotta sing your song, Clothing oh, Unclothed. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. You're giving, me an, you're giving me another chance? Yeah, take us home. After you said you only get one chance? Oh, yeah, well. Things change. You can be a bad dad, then you can be a good dad. Isn't yeah. that right, Tommy? Yeah, now get at it before he changes his mind. <laughs> okay, let's do it. The narrator confused a little bit because he wonders, does this keep going on for another hour, or do we keep going for another hour? Or do we stop now? He's confused. Do we keep going? <laughs> How think, long does this go? <laughs> I think one more big sign to take us home. Perfect. All right, you, got, you ready in the booth? Yeah, we're ready. All right. Let's do this. One, two, three, four. Closed, unclosed. Swinging my dinger for you. Closed, unclosed. Everyone says it's a ringer for you. Tommy, give me those keys. You were wrong about this one. I think it's a hit. <laughs> Spooked. <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> That was a scary story. Not at all, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of nudity. Yeah. Man, you know? that is tough. Like, I, I tried to keep that the 
the, the English accent or whatever the fuck accent I had. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh, that's great. Like man. Morgan Freeman, uh, Morgan Freeman, yeah. right? Voice. Yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, I would love to be a narrator, but it's actually really difficult. It's really, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Sorry if I uh, really sucked, but I enjoyed no, no, that. I enjoyed no, that. No. Watching you guys go at it like that. No. <laughs> I was trying to put you guys in the wor- most awkward situations, <laughs> like the little boy in the closet. I'm like, fuck, what are they going to do with that? <laughs> yeah. That was cool. It's cool that you guys do that. That's really, I, um, I admire people that do that really well. It's, 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 you know, Robin Williams was someone that could, could just do that anytime. And I thought that was brilliant. And I, when I was a kid, I kind of wanted to be like a Robin Williams and, and to do something like that and be able to be on the spot and just yeah. to, and I've, I, I did a TV show in Quebec and it was such a cool TV show. It no longer exists, but it was an improv TV show where you just go up and you, and it was amazing. It was like, like the sets were anyway, amazing. There's real sets and you go up and you had, you were dressed in a costume and then you'd have to just, you were thrown into a situation. You had to just be, oh. it was really fun and it worked. It was called Dieu Merci. And I had a lot of fun doing that. It was really, really cool. And I don't know why shows like that don't exist anymore. Do they? Is there any like improv shows that are like, it was like, it was getting millions of viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Whose Line Is Any was huge in the 90s and early Mm -hmm. 2000s. You ever watch that? uh, I think I've heard of it. It was on for a very long time. (laughs) What happened? Robin Williams is actually on an episode of that. Really? Uh, Oh, really? Well, I I think it was on for like, like, it was it's still like on, a, isn't it? it uh, they brought it back. I don't yeah. know if it's still on, though. It started in the UK, and then they brought it over here. Yeah. I mean, to the States. Drew Carey, for a while, was yeah. the host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Colin Mocker is in it. And you know, Ryan, Ryan Stiles, Stiles, who's in a Drew Carey show. Did you watch that? No. Nope. Uh, Wayne Brady no. was on it for a while, too. And, okay. Uh, uh, he had the Wayne Brady show. Yeah. Well, so. they had and they had celebrity guests every now and then, yep. like Robin Williams, Richard Simmons. Mm-hmm. It just their egos go away. It's crazy. Yeah. They, that's why they're so good. Is they just don't give a shit and they just go. Yeah, I find that really like me. I was stumbling on words. It's it's stressful. It didn't, it didn't you know what I mean? Like it's a it's, yeah. a it's a real art. Really, really special. You guys do that often? Like every every show? Yeah, every week. Okay. Every week. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and you are amazing yeah. uh, as well. Like yeah. I, you were doing great. You got there. the hardest job. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. You got the hardest job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All we had to do was just react, but you yeah. had to set set everything up, and you did a great job, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, that was amazing. fun. Thank you guys for doing that oh, with me. Oh, I did not you. know that that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, and uh, let's do some uh, plugs. Oh, are we done? Are we done talking? Jeez, okay. Uh, <laughs> Keep me alive. My new single just came out. I wrote it uh, out in L.A. I live, uh, you know, I pretty much I had a. I was not a midlife crisis or anything like that, but uh, I didn't know if I wanted to, to, to do music anymore. So I just left and went to, to L.A. Uh, with my van and my wife and my dog. And we just chilled there and I wrote songs and was questioning if I wanted to keep yeah. going. And um, and then this song kind of popped out and uh, it's about music and what keeps me alive what keeps me going and music is that thing for me i don't know what it is for you guys but for me it's music and i can't live without it and that's what that's what the song is about and i'm 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 really fucking proud of it and i uh, i hope that people uh, enjoy it and and can connect with it and i hope you guys take a listen and, and let me know what you think and yeah man that's it i'm just doing what i love like you guys and uh trying to make what's best of this beautiful life that we live in this beautiful world Amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go to uh, thesonarnetwork.com. You'll see a full profile on Johnny with direct links to the social medias. And uh, make sure that you follow as well as uh, you'll see a full profile on Colin here too with direct links to we your can, social media. We can link yeah. the song in the in the description. I'll send you guys in a couple weeks, I think like a week or two, the videos, my uh, official like acoustic yeah. video is going to be coming out. I'd love to share it with you guys. and That'd be amazing. Plug it with your, awesome. your listeners. And again, we can, awesome, we'll man. put yeah. that in the description for the episode. Boom. Yeah, direct Sweet. links. Awesome. Thank you, boys. Our Thank you. Thank you. You guys have any questions for me? Anything you guys want to know? Is there anything that you guys want to talk about one last go? You guys are cool. We got time. It's up to you. I'm free. This is the last one. After that, I'm going to <laughs> Montreal. So, whatever you guys want, man. All right. You guys got some questions? Well, what are some of your like? I I was reading on your, uh, I think it was your Wikipedia page. Some of your influences. It was the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And who are the the other ones? It, oh, yeah. what about Leonard Cohen? Because as a singer songwriter from Montreal too, I know. I'm not that kind of writer. He's he's no. brilliant, man. Yeah. Not, I'm not like that. I'm more of a pop 
yeah. singer songwriter. So that's what touched you. Yeah. Um, man, I it's weird. I I I I don't know if I really have influence. I mean, I yeah. I don't listen to music all that much. To be yeah. honest with you, I like I love music, but I listen to more like EDM. Weird, but yep. that's what that's the kind of music I listen mm-hmm. to. Beats and I kind of get away from 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 the world that I live in a little bit. And um, um, I mean. Obviously, John Mayer was a big influence in my life. Um, Backstreet Boys got me started, yes. Yeah. I mean, they were huge in the 90s, and my first show was a Backstreet Boys show, and that kind of, mm. I was like blown away that, that you know, that existed. And uh, then uh, there was someone that I really, I, who was it, man? Jack Johnson. I yeah. loved his lyrics and his vibe, and mm-hmm. I, I always wanted to go into that kind of music. And then, realize that I can't do island music because I'm not from the island. <laughs> yeah. But um, music is, is amazing, and I think that I've grabbed a lot of things from everywhere to yeah. try to make it my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's been your uh, favorite song uh, to perform? To perform? Man, I really like Valerie by Amy Winehouse. For some reason, I love that yeah. song, and it makes me feel damn good. I don't even know what it's about, to be mm. honest with you. I, I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics mm-hmm. I know the lyrics but I, I never really paid attention to it and every time I sing that song I feel fucking good up on stage I gotta say anytime I've ever heard that song because yeah. uh, I we get a lot of bands that, at, that I work at and uh, so many of them play that song and yeah. it doesn't matter who's playing it every time it, it comes it's got a vibe there's something the about boys, that song like, when we yeah. play it they're like why are we doing this song <laughs> but I love the song yeah. it's such a I don't know she was a brilliant 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 person and artist it's glad mm-hmm. it's sad to see her, her go uh, Twenty Seven yeah. Club, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one of uh, one of the songs that you do that's so catchy, uh, Daniela Denmark. It's so catchy, and that one was written by Corey Hart. Yeah, and then you take it to the next level. Well, thank you. Yeah, I thank think you. that you do an amazing I, job. It's it's weird because you know that I never thought that that was going to have the success that it had. Um, mm-hmm. I, to be really really blunt with you guys, I'm I think the song is cool. But it's not my vibe, and yeah. it was, it was tough to go out and sing that song, yeah. and and then it got success, and I was kind of stuck with it. We're still stuck with it, yeah. and it's okay because you know I, I there's a a lot of f- my fans are loving that song, and mm-hmm. but I mean that happens to artists where you know you were something and now I'm something else, and you're, yeah. yeah, it's tough to let it go because it kind of gave me my wings to get known around Canada and stuff, but. Um, I think that it it uh, it definitely doesn't show who I am as an artist. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. And, and it was just a process. Yeah, and it does have a I very different vibe from the other things that oh I've yeah. listened to. Oh, yeah. Even on that album, and you you go from, I don't know if you guys watched or watched the video of Good Things. You guys know that song of mine? Yeah. Good Things? Yeah. And um, I mean, ch- if you haven't, check it out. It's fucking, it's mm. great. Great song, great video. And that was more my vibe. And I wanted to connect with people. And I feel Daniela Denmark... In reality, other than you know making you dance and stuff, for me there's not, it doesn't connect with me on on a, like a spiritual level or I can't close my eyes and feel something. I just it's just music to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not dissing the song. I think Corey did a beautiful, beautiful job on it. But uh, I wanted to do something that had a little more uh, meaning to, to for me. Yeah. Yeah. You, you didn't yeah. have as much ownership over yeah. it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the first time that I was that I was letting somebody else write for me. And all the albums that I've done, uh, it was the first time I ever mm-hmm. I ever did that, and it was uh, it was it was it was really cool because at the same time, your ego kind of gets in the way. You're like, oh man, what about? Because I wrote a bunch of songs, yeah. and then he wanted to you know kind of move these songs in, not because necessarily it was for him. Uh, if it was for him, then it's, that's his problem, not mine. But <laughs> in the fact, it was he thought they were better songs, and so my dad always told me, hey, dude. When you're doing something like this, always take the better song. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's written by you. Always take if it, maybe it's going to be a hit, and then if it becomes a hit, then one day you can you know keep writing your songs, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's okay. So I had to put my ego aside big time, and uh, and trust Corey's um, you know his his music and his vision on 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 my music and stuff. And then eventually, you know, I wanted to, you know, I kind of got away from it. I was with Warner Music for a couple years and. Uh, they they didn't really understand where I was going with this alternative stuff, but I had to do it for me because I yeah. was going to be fucking unhappy. And mm-hmm. what is life uh, if you're unhappy? I mean, it's, it's too short to, 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 to be like that. So 
I made a choice, and I'm really, really glad that I did, man. So, yeah, Daniela Denmark was the change to everything, which is, I'm really thankful for that. Amazing. Yeah. Um, th- th- one of the last things I want to uh, touch on here is um, you live this van life. You're traveling all over. What yeah. kind of like kickstarted that uh, travel bug to you? Yeah, there's well, I mean, it's it's been around for so long. I'm like, I mean, there's so many people that are that are doing it in the world. Yeah, I wanted to have that freedom. I wanted to just go out and roam. And I had never in all my years, I've never had the opportunity to think about myself for some reason. I, in hockey. I was coached. I was in a system. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I went to, you know, my first year in music, I had a manager. I was, you know, you got to be up at this time. Yeah. You got to be doing all these things. And until I was 20, it's been three years now, so 28 years old. And then I just said, you know what? Fuck this. I can't do this anymore. I got to think about me. And mm-hmm. so van life or just traveling, because we didn't just mm-hmm. do the van life. We did a lot of the van life. But we also traveled to Thailand and Hawaii and and I just, I wanted to South Africa and I wanted to just get away. So I think that this planet is gorgeous and I wanted to be a part of it. And I wanted to go around with my car and my van or whatever you want to call it and just see these beautiful places like Zion National Park, like Yosemite, uh, Death Valley. I wanted to just go see them for myself with my own eyes. And man, does it inspire you to, to write better songs because you're living shit. I mean, this this is we we invented this, yeah. you know what mm-hmm. we're doing here. We invented all yeah. this, but life itself, the trees and nature, that was that was all there before us, and you know it's meant to be roamed, it's meant to be visited, and so uh, I think it's really important that I need to do that because I I don't want to die and not see the world and how beautiful it really is. Do you think that it uh, inspires a lot of your music as well? especially today yeah. yeah yeah i think that uh i mean i can stare at the ocean for hours and then all of a sudden train of thought comes in and, and a lyric comes in and then boom you got a song you got something going on and obviously habitat change will, will affect yeah you know what you're creating if you're i don't know do you guys write a lot yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean going into a place where you feel really good i mean you're gonna write some really good shit but yeah. if you're in a in a place where you feel like it's holding you down and you're tired of it like get the fuck out of there if you and if you're not happy quit your fucking job and go do something you love you know and i think it's really important nowadays that we have to listen to each other listen to ourselves because i mean 300 million people go through depression now i think 300 million people man yeah. and i don't want to be I, I saw my mom go through it for 13 years and i don't want to fucking live that so you know totally yeah Especially since there might only be like fifty more years until everything goes goes to hell in the. <laughs> you point. believe that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What I don't do know. Enough, I don't know enough about it. But yeah, I mean, either. But there's some going on. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. it's oh, it's definitely a dire I situation. I don't know how many years are left, but hmm. that's what people are saying. So you guys see the Amazon thing oh, that's happening right yeah. now? It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, I just read uh, right before this that Leo DiCaprio just donated five million dollars yeah. towards the Amazon. I don't understand why big companies that are exploiting. Um, you know the Amazon, mm-hmm. Nestle, Doritos, whatever, all mm-hmm. the craft. Why they're not putting? In fact, they make billions and billions of fucking dollars a year. Why they can't just put a couple million? And they're yeah. I mean, again, they're making money off of it. Yeah. Why can't you help it? Oh, uh, because why? most of them don't care. Yeah, yeah. they don't have a. Con. That's that's one hundred percent. Like Nestle is a, a terrible, terrible company. Yeah. Uh, like they want to own water. They do. Yeah. They continually buy up natural sources of water. And buy it from communities for like pennies yeah, on my, the my millions of gallons. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. And then they sell it back to you for a dollar, a dollar for like a bottle of water. It's 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 bananas. Yeah, it's on sad. That it's really sad mm-hmm. that we don't like. We were talking about this in the car coming up. Um, why can't we? Why is it that we have to have countries and states and like Jesus Christ? Why can't we just like live? We live on planet Earth for fuck's sakes. Why can't we just roam everywhere and like? help each other out it sounds so simple but yet why is it so complicated to just have peace and love Fuck. and the people that ha- have the power don't want to give it up yeah yeah so. yeah. yeah we're selfish we're so yeah. selfish human beings it's insane mm-hmm. On that note, it's time to talk about our sponsor, Nestle. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, as the CEO of yeah. Nestle once yeah. said, uh, water is not a human right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, um, yeah. yeah, man, that's a spooky way to end.
Spooky way to end it. Thank you so much. Spooked. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!